0: what's up guys we're back um we're the high street freaks i we missed last week at least for our our public episode but we're back um it won't happen again loaders. i promise yeah the, <laughs> the, the, the freeloaders are we're, we're we're back at you um if you wanted to hear us last week uh you had to throw throw rubies at our feet as, as dj likes to say but um we're we're, we're back for, for our freeloaders once again and uh you know what a game to be back from too i think like uh everything that we wanted to see against um, Arkansas state, we really saw against Toledo and this just absolutely blowout of a game. So uh, I guess yeah. uh, immediate takes Ryan.
1: Yeah, for
2: sure. I mean, Ohio state ran, what is it? 78, I think scrimmage plays uh, total and ended up with 785 yards. So <laughs> you run the math on that. That's a little over 10 yards of play. Uh, these boys put up on them all day. Uh, they got 91% of all available yards for you guys. If you guys ever, uh, by the way, I recommend using game on paper. If any of you guys ever want to look at some advanced stats, you want to learn a little more as a Buckeye fan um, game on is great, but that means when Ohio State started to drive, whatever percent, whatever yards were available to them, they started on their own 25, 75 yards available. They got 91% of all available yards throughout the entire night. Um, just a ridiculous number. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, what, what can you say? It was, the, it was, the, it was the best offensive performance you've ever seen in the horseshoe.
0: Yeah. I, and like, even it even came close. I, I'm I don't we're not we're not total yards people. I don't think any serious football fan is a total yards person. I'm a yards um, per guy, four yards yards per play kind of guy. Y- y- yards per per kind of guy. But I mean, even in terms of total yardage, like they were damn close to to just like breaking the all time record. So um, it was it was like I think we talked all off season about like this being the best offense in the country, potentially the best offense in Ohio State history. Like that's that's what we expected to see, wasn't it?
2: Absolutely, he, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I know. we we went deep on him too, but I mean, Brian Day was definitely trying to pad CJ Stroud's Heisman stats a little bit. I mean, he was keeping him in there. He's keeping him in there a little longer than I like. I don't I don't understand what's going on with that. The no, Heisman padding is the only thing I could think.
0: He always does that, you know. Like I, I don't know. I, at this point, like it is what it is. I'm sure someday it's gonna it's gonna come back to bite him in the ass or something like that. But he always leaves you know, whichever quarterback it is, like, it feels like two, three drives later than he needs to. And maybe it is patting the stats. Like if he wants to get him a Heisman, like whatever, at this point, like it feels like this is going to be his best chance because Bryce Young has ass receivers. Who's the next best? Like who's who's in second place for the Heisman right now? Like I I genuinely don't know. I'm sure somebody will emerge or whatever. Michael Penix Jr. I don't know. Um,
2: it's too early it's too early like i mean it's it's there's there's no i mean they're
0: not gonna give it to bryce twice i'll say that he is not good enough to be a two a two heisman kind of player that's my that's my thought too especially with these ass receivers like even if he was good enough like i just don't know if he's gonna have the numbers to do it i think i think they were
2: trying to make it uh they were trying to make it with anthony richardson week one they were like oh anthony richardson look at this guy and he has not thrown a touchdown pass yet this season after three starts so i think that is uh, not working out too well (laughs)
0: yeah uh, so i i don't know it's, it, I th- Sorry, I th- i'm not
2: getting the heisman talk but kj jefferson smart money bet right now
0: that's he, pretty uh, solid
2: Play next a m this weekend ranked on ranked game they're like top 10 team right now uh he's like a just a player who has been around for a while very fun to watch someone's got to win it i mean it might be a decent bet
0: i i, <laughs> I just i feel like I, I mean i'm i'm not super into like i don't think the Heisman i think the heisman trophy's kind of lost its luster
1: Oh yeah, fuck the Heisman.
0: Right, but like unless Ohio State
1: wins, unless the Ohio State player wins, unless it means something.
0: Well, I I just I think that it's been really it's been a long time since we've had somebody that's really gone like wire to wire is the Heisman Trophy favorite. Like, who's the last guy? Like, honestly, I'm I'm trying to think of the last guy that like started the season. You're like, oh, this guy's gonna win the Heisman, and then he won the Heisman. Like, uh, Brady Quinn. I, like, I I really don't know. Did Brady Quinn even win a Heisman?
2: Uh, uh, no, no, I don't think he did. No, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm pulling up the list of Heisman winners here. Troy Smith. I'm Troy, Troy Smith,
0: but that's a long way. Like, that's a long yeah. way to go. I don't know. It, it's yeah. just, like, it feels like it's been a long time since, like, the preseason guy. You're like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that's exactly Tebow? who. Maybe. Te- uh, Tebow.
2: That stretch where, uh, I mean, Derrick Henry, I wouldn't say he was bell to bell, but he was pretty obvious. Just yeah. in the sense that, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Henry just was, like, the best player in the country all year. Everyone knew it. it was the only reason that offense had was anything. Right. Maybe one of those Oklahoma quarterbacks, like Kyler Murray, was supposed to be pretty great coming in. But I believe he was a first-year starter. Was he, a he, first-year was. First?
0: Okay. he was. He was a first-year starter. So,
2: But it's, like, we were like, one of those automatic guys. Yeah, there really isn't a good answer here. Like, so, yeah, so
0: yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like it's really hard to do. And so, like, while I don't really necessarily, like, subscribe to the Heisman Trophy, like, it would be kind of cool to see you know, an Ohio State quarterback like start the season as like the defined Heisman favorite, and then just like do it. You know, like live uh, up to the, those expectations.
1: And the first, the first NIL Heisman would be huge too for Ohio State. I mean, that you know, that's an extra. That's probably an extra couple million on your earnings right. over time.
2: That's true. Also, also, getting to see C.J. Stroud, who just, like, I, I love him as a quarterback, probably has the least personality of any Ohio Oh, State, right. Oh, it's you know? so cool. And, and getting to watch him <laughs> do the Heisman House videos where he's just yeah. Like, be like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> just various other great commentary from C.J. Yeah, it'd be funny. I'd, I'd love to see what they cook up for him.
0: So, I mean, I so but all that to say, like, he had a Heisman game, even if he was bad in the stats or whatever, like, good God. I, I think he threw – he threw as many touchdowns as he did incompletions. Like, like, come on. Like, it's it's getting absurd. Hey,
1: um, I mean, DaQuan Fin was no slacker either. DaQuan Fin is really good. But,
0: dude, uh, I I'm, I am two for two in my preview articles of being like, look, like this guy's really good. Um, so I I I'm I'm, I'm patting myself on the back there. I I honestly, it's another one of those where like I I saw the numbers. And it was one of those like I was intrigued to see how Ohio State was going to handle it. I didn't expect them to do well, quote unquote, as badly as they did. Um, I mean, it, it's, yeah. not, it's, it's not like it was like a big deal, but like I, he, he broke loose. I, I really, like, I was really curious to see how the defense did against a a dual threat guy, like a true dual threat quarterback. Um, and uh, I, I mean, he 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 can play, he, he play at
1: places a lot better than Toledo. For sure. Yeah. I can think of a lot of big 10 West programs. that could use them right now.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, like, I think that's just, it's kind of interesting. Maybe that's something they're almost willing to give up is the quarterback run. Like Mm -hmm. it seems like they're like, they're, they're kind of pretty intent on destroying the line of scrimmage and making it muddy uh, during a play. They're pretty intent on playing strong coverage with the safeties that maybe like you got to give up something. I don't think they're going to run a spy very often, but I am curious, and, and unfortunately we won't kind of learn if they can get better at this like at all the rest of the year, like until they say play JJ McCarthy. Right. Or, it's the next guy who can run on on the, on the schedule. Uh so hey, is there anybody else? I can't think of anybody else at least. I, I,
1: other. No. Could could the vegan grandpa be playing the long game?
2: Trying to try to bait Bryce
1: Young. I mean <laughs> well, I mean, you know, just not putting anything on
0: tape. Maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I guess it <laughs> I, I I mentioned I mentioned it in the in the preview too. It's like it's really nice these games when you're playing so many different styles of teams that's like you kind of get to look at this without it actually being a big deal, you know? Like this guy could have racked up like 250 yards rushing and it would have been completely fine because like there's no way Toledo was actually going to win this game. So it was it's kind of fun like and cool that you get to see like this defense experiment with guys that like yeah, I mean, you're not—you're probably not going to see this the rest of the time. In, uh when you're in um, in like Big Ten play or anything like that, but like maybe you do have a game against. I mean, I'm even trying to think of some national guys that would actually run. Bryce Young can run, but he doesn't really tuck it like that. Caleb Williams, maybe. That—that's a guy that like he—he he likes to scramble yeah. and stuff like that. So it is oh, nice. Yeah. Like,
1: boy, does he! I was watching. Boy, does he like <laughs> scramble?
2: Well, I mean, he like, like talked oh. about it. Yeah, we talked about him flipping the field, but if you just drop eight in coverage, he can't do yeah. anything. He doesn't, he doesn't understand how to read a defense. He just so poops like, his pants. It's amazing. Yeah. So he just has to take off. But when you're playing Fresno State and they just lost their, you know, star quarterback, like they're pretty like, well, we're not going to win this game. Well, yeah. I mean, like it works for him. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, it, it was, it was fun. It's, it's, but like it's wild that like that's, that's the one thing, the only like kind of, concerning bad thing that happened in this in this game was uh kind of that quarterback play. And if you like broken plays, you know, it was like Ohio State's defense was like the roulette wheel in that game. Like it was mostly fine, mostly fine, mostly fine. Oh shit. Like so I don't know. Um it was it was it was interesting to watch. But man, I I think one one thing uh I owe Dallin Hayden a um an apology, Tommy Eichenberg style. Dude I I think before the season, I uh, and probably probably most of us were on the on the train that he was never going to account for really anything at Ohio State was a uh, kind of an early transfer candidate. That dude looked like insane on Saturday.
2: I'm not willing to move off my take yet. I, I, I'm <laughs> waiting to see. I want to see him do it against someone who's not Toledo before I before I get ready to get, give that one up. So, but, right, especially after good.
1: that, especially after they've been beaten up. And, and, and that's,
2: yeah. that's fair, but like, I mean, I TC think... Cappy went 49 yards for a score, too,
1: brother. Like, let's go. Hey, also, that, also that was a play. He was, I, was, <laughs> oh, I made true. him one of the young bucks of the night, man. That was a baller ass play. But yeah, I, he teleported think, out of that
0: pile. I think, if anything, it's he looked a lot more explosive, just like like generally speaking, than I expected him to. And I think it eases my concern a little bit about the running back position. Um, you know yeah. I, I, I've been I've been nervous like you know if one of these guys gets banged up um I was I was nervous about the possibility of Hayden actually having to like play um but I after getting those snaps against Toledo after having that confidence um you know I I I think that at the very least he's serviceable and um can be a, sure. a stopgap kind of guy if if and I've
2: also I mean I've been very excited about Mark Fletcher too which I've been talking about as a recruit I think Mark Fletcher is nice and I think he is way underrated by the services right now uh just a big deal with his feet you kind of get excited about like if you like Mayan but you want to see Mayan be four inches taller and weigh 20 more pounds that's kind of how Mark Fletcher plays uh which is exciting but uh yeah man it's gonna be the running back room is fine like Tony Elford the thing about him is like I know it's it's I am the furthest thing from the just trust the coaches guy, as you guys are all well aware, <laughs> that is not never my take, but has Tony Elford ever had a bad starter at Ohio state? No,
0: I, no. I, the, no. he's the, never had anything
2: only, but a really good start. Like every year, the running back room has been really good.
0: The only one that I was like worried about was Trey sermon. And like, I was, I was even on the train. That's like, ah, you know, like, why are we, why are we starting this guy? And then, yeah, it, no, I was the I end of the season. I'm like, well, shit. Okay. I, I guess that's <laughs> why yeah,
2: fair so. enough. Yeah. yeah, he has that. He has the knack to just get some guy to go unconscious for a few games if we need it. So
0: yeah, so yeah. I, I I think like there, there's a few guys that have earned the at this point the just the benefit the blind benefit of the doubt, and I think Alfred's one of them. As wild as that yeah. is, because I I was not a Tony Alfred guy like maybe three four years ago, but sure. Well, Tony, yeah. I,
2: a lot of the me, a lot of the it's kind of funny because like a lot of the guys that cover the team. Don't like Tony Elford because he gives terrible quotes and like isn't really nice to the media. But oh, the guys who cover, but, but, but the guys who cover recruiting love Tony Elford because he tells them everything that you know and is like very talkative with recruiting writers. Yeah. So it's like really funny when you can see where his access leans, like who likes him and who doesn't. Uh, it's kind of it's almost like a, a, a an even divide.
0: <laughs> I, I, see, I I just dis, I disliked him, and th- this is very known. I just him for that stretch of like four straight misses on guys that I felt like Ohio State could have and should yeah. have had. Yeah, uh, and 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 he'd admit that too, you know, like in his his performance of reviews, he called like Zamir White like the one that got away and shit like that. So, yeah, yeah. he knows that. But it, Ohio State's fine at running back; it ended up being okay. Um, hey, so.
2: by the way, Zamir White, if you're listening to this podcast, what are we doing, brother? Let's let's go take Josh Jacobs shops here. I'm waiting on you. I just, <laughs> took you a couple of fancy leagues. Really thought you were gonna break out. Let's get this thing cleared up, man. Uh, <laughs>
0: Noted listeners, Zamir White.
2: Yeah, you never know, man. You never know. Uh, yeah but uh yeah i mean overall like we said the game was the game was great right it's i feel like it's just another week where it's like well the buck it's like what what do we take away except that our offense is fucking awesome the defense well, looks look good
0: i think it's funny though because we had like the, the two ends of the spectrum here i remember last week we're talking about arkansas state and i said like these types of games are no win scenarios because you know if you don't win convincingly everyone's yeah. like well shit like this team sucks like we need to get all this fixed and then you do this and everyone's like well we really can't read anything from this game toledo's an ass team right. we'll have to see so i mean it's just funny that we're like talking on both ends of the spectrum at this point and we're 100%. having that exact hey, same reaction the stand-
1: the standard is the standard bro yep, yep. <laughs> <It is. laughs> so it they is- met <laughs> the standard they
0: they met <laughs> the foul, they like, did, uh-huh. they did. i even i even said in the keger today like uh, Ohio state's offense is good again. And I realize that like, guys I'm writing it, like my standard for good again is like literally the best in the country. So yeah. um, but that, that's just the way it is. And I didn't invent that standard. Like Brian day invites that. So, you know, you, yeah, you get, you got to take it. So
2: I, I, uh, I was at a concert during this game. I only watched the first like quarter and I, I watched the whole, I watched the rest again the, the next day uh, because I am a pervert as you guys know. Um, but I was at the, I was at a concert with a Mississippi state fan and she was checking their score against LSU the whole time, and she was, like, getting pissed off, and I was, like, also getting pissed off looking at our score because I saw it was only 28-14 in the second quarter, and I was like, what the fuck are we doing? And she was like, why are you guys losing? I was like, no, but, you know. <laughs> no, no.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly uh, how it goes. Like, you're complaining, and somebody's like, what are you complaining for? Like, you're up
2: yeah. four scores. So that's basically, that's my lifelong experience in football. Everyone's well, like, you know, what are you guys be mad
0: about? <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's fair because... If you like take a step back, which is impossible to do during the game, you take a step back. This weekend was another wild weekend. The Big Ten, like as a conference, looked like complete ass. Oh, beautiful so,
2: transition. What a move by yeah. the producer here. Right. Th- that, that's art at work, PJ. You uh, seeing this?
0: I am. I am. So, so which I, I, I'm going to move on to a question here. Which big team, Big Ten team, was the most ass this weekend, in your opinion? <sighs>
1: NF Tuck, Michigan. Michigan State looked fuck, like just fraudulent, just yeah. giving up, like just absolutely fraudulent. And there, you know, who could believe that the crypto coach himself <laughs> turned out to be a massive fraud? Like, not I.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. So Mel, Mel Tucker's kind of on the on the train where like I respect him because of that gigantic tra- contract that he. Swung oh uh, yeah, into. bag
1: chaser. Like, Bag chaser certified. I'm not I'm yeah. not that five star recruit in that category. Yep, yeah.
0: yeah. is, is, is a football coach? Yeah, that, that's that's horrific. Did you see he even had a comment today? Somebody asked him about giving up uh four hundred yards passing to Michael Penix Jr. And he, he is the the cornerback's coach for this team too. Um and somebody asked him about that. Like, do you does that do you take that personal that Michael Penix Jr. threw for 400 yards on you? And he said, Yeah, I take it personal. Right now I'm a horse shit coach. And I'm like, Well, at least, uh, at least he knows. I, I like the <laughs> awareness. like that was the direct quote i'm a horseshit yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. coach so. yeah i mean that was obviously a pretty bad one uh I, I don't like i think washington's actually pretty good though i think hannah DeBoer's a good coach so i, I guess i kind of <laughs> get like losing by 12 on the road like or 11 on the road
1: <laughs> have you have <laughs> you ever been I, in that stadium
2: i have wanted to go for a long time oh, in fact, dude, my, my uh know. my high school best friend uh, lives out there, and his girlfriend is a is a uh, husky alum. I gotta get out there.
1: Yeah, they but they they like pull up their boats. To the dock. I saw that. Like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: I guess like I don't know the worst loss of the weekend. It is that one. I mean, no, the Northwestern one is probably more way yeah. more embarrassing. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> especially because Northwestern, <laughs> like it wasn't like they they it wasn't like a fluke game. You know what I mean? Like they, they put the ball in the ground no, stuff like no. that. But they really just got their ass beat. Like they they got out coached, <laughs> they got out skiing, they got out played. That running back that Southern Illinois had that he had that two hundred forty pound running back who they listed at six two. If that guy's bigger than five ten, I mean no I'll way. eat my shoe. Yeah. Uh it, but he just ran the ball on their throats all day. He just did whatever he wanted to him. It was incredible. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. I yeah.
0: yeah I, th- that is that is for sure the worst one. I don't I I don't think that you can you can argue that. Um the, the, the Salukis,
2: the, baby. Purdue. Purdue was really bad. Oh, Purdue
0: was like a... really bad. I, I was not gonna say Purdue. I was gonna say Nebraska, just because it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah. I, yeah. Especially when they came out and scored, and everybody's like, exactly, oh. exactly. So like, it, I don't, I don't think anybody like expected them to win, except Urban Meyer, and we'll get to that in a second. But uh, I don't think anybody like expected them to win. But like, I think like just somehow I expected more fight than what I saw. And a good God, like that was one of those where like, you know, you're, you're flipping the, you're flipping the, uh, the channel around on a Saturday and it's you, the you Fox know, game of the week. It's right? the Fox fl- game of the week. And, <laughs> and you're, you're seeing what you're going to watch. And like, you flick off that game when it goes to a commercial and it's like a, you know, maybe a seven, nothing or a seven, seven, 14, seven game. And you're like, okay, look, this could be, this is, we're, we're going to tune into this. And then you peep back in like two, like 20 minutes and, it's just all out of control. <laughs> An atomic bomb went off. yeah so oh, yeah. so I, I think just the way that like that went from zero to 60 in like a hurry got me um just like I, I don't know I, 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 or Nebraska fans were like hyped for that game too. I don't know that 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 one for me was one of the most like jarring. I don't know if it was the worst, but it was one of the most jarring that was like holy shit like this got out of hand really quick. Um, Purdue you're you talking about Purdue that one was bad
2: Purdue yeah but really quickly, I mean, what you were saying too about uh, all of the all of the games this past week on Fox mm-hmm. just sucking shit I mean just an overall terrible slate for Fox today the they had Oklahoma Nebraska blow out at noon they had Oregon blowing out BYU at the 3:30 or 4 o'clock slot whatever that was uh, and then they had Ohio State Toledo at night I mean just what, what a what a dog shit slate of games for those boys at Fox uh, can't wait till the Big Ten rise in to save their, save their lives in the future Um, but no. Uh, yeah, the Purdue game. Um, did you guys watch this? Absolutely not. Oh man, I was watching. I was riveted. You're tuned in. To me, it was it was maybe the best game of the day. Uh, (laughs) but I I know it's gonna sound perverted, but Syracuse was getting outplayed so badly in the first half. Like they only went into the half down nine six, but Purdue. Easily should have been up three scores. Like Garrett Schrader couldn't throw the ball at anybody. They were stopping Sean Tucker in the running game. He was one of the best running backs in the country. Like the defense looked awesome for Purdue. Uh, Charlie Jones getting behind the de- like Their Iowa transfer wide receiver who made the correct choice of getting the fuck away from Iowa to be a wide receiver um, was getting behind Syracuse defense all day. They just didn't convert on, they just didn't score though. They like, they had one bad call against them. They just didn't score on their scoring chances. They didn't finish drives, missed a couple kicks. And then they come out of the half and they, they still have a lead, but Syracuse starts coming back and it's like a 40, it's a 42 point combined fourth quarter and Purdue loses the game. Uh, after scoring, they get a personal foul for, like, taunting after the score, get another personal foul from an assistant coach, so they're kicking off from their own 10-yard line. Uh, I saw that.
0: I saw that meme. I I heard the updates to this. I I was not actively watching, but okay. And then they
2: kick it off to the Syracuse who like start. And I think started the drive their own 50 or something like that. Uh, they go down. They're looking pretty bad in offense still, but then Purdue gets a really bad defensive pass interference penalty, uh, extends the drive and uh, shot uh Garrett trader. Finally makes his first good throw the whole day. Hits a bomb to this receiver. Gadsden with seven seconds left uh, and Syracuse wins. Uh, so just we,
0: at, we got point shaving, point shaving. point shaving. I
2: mean, on? you might be the, hearing that. You might the be line, hearing that. The line was more. one and a half. And I had that line. I did. So people are saying that I'm involved in this. It's not true. It's simply <laughs> not true that I had anything to do with this game. Uh, you can't pin that on me.
0: I don't know, man. Like, I I, I believe mob connections here. Syracuse, yeah. you know, I game at Syracuse. <laughs> Come on. Come on.
2: Uh, Indiana also pulled a win out of nowhere. Uh, I saw that they one. Had a, they had a 10% post-game win expectancy uh, on this that. game. Absolutely had no right to win against Western Kentucky. Tyson Helton, who's probably their future coach, Came in and outplayed them. Um, it sucked. Rutgers looked terrible against Temple. They barely won the road at Temple. Um, I guess Maryland had a great game. Maryland looks Maryland looks cool. Penn they have State. a freshman. Yeah, Penn State looked great. Yeah, Penn State looked awesome. Yeah. Um, Michigan took care of business again um, against UConn. That's that's always hard to do for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maryland has that freshman running back. Is awesome though. Hemby. That kid had 151 yards and 16 carries against SMU. Um, SMU's a pretty good football team.
0: Yeah, SMU's fun. I, I, I like SMU a lot.
2: Yeah. So. Spencer Peters threw a touchdown pass. You guys
0: see that? I hey. did not see that. That's that's proud of him. Yeah, 21 yards too. <laughs> I had <laughs> so. The, um, I, I I had a friend this weekend. He messages me at like maybe 11:30. He was like. Hey man, AM, let me, PM. AM. and he's like, Hey man, let me know if this parlay looks good. And it was Georgia tech, Auburn and, um, BYU. Oh man. You just
2: saw if you flip that, everything was and, great,
0: dude. <laughs> well, I, I, I told him that before the game, I was like, honestly, man, I was like, the most egregious one here is Auburn. Like, I don't know how you can like, like, I don't know if I'd put money on Penn state in this game, but there's not a chance in hell I'd put money on Auburn right now. Yeah, And I'm like, I would probably reconsider all of these. And he's like, no, I'm feeling really good about it. He texted me like a few minutes later and was like, it did not take long for him to be like, okay, well, this is (laughs) perfect.
2: Man. Yeah. And that's funny. I literally was, I don't think I took any action on the Oregon game, but I was betting on the other side of all the other two games. I was, uh, I had a couple of units on on whole Miss to cover, uh, and I also I, I think Penn State was like my biggest bet of the day. I yeah, was I, like th-
0: that was one of those. I was I was talking about that like last I, week. I'm a Penn State hater. I was I was oh, last week I don't college. think
2: they're good. But I, but here's the thing: also, Like pe- people people f- were treating Auburn like they're like a middling Power Five team. Auburn is one of the worst teams in college football. Like <laughs> there's nothing they do well. They, that's the thing is like they just that's a classic. And you only get these early in the year usually, but a classic name brand bet like that line was three and a half because Penn State like has only played nobodies and because Auburn's a name brand. If those were just two football teams, to the jerseys, I'll just replace them with generic jerseys. Yeah. that should have been like a twenty point
0: line. Auburn's terrible. Auburn, Auburn always gets that treatment though. Yeah, my friend like probably it was probably a decade ago at this point. It was the most spot on take I've ever heard. He it, he said at any given moment. Auburn is the highest ranked team per its record. So like if they have three losses, they're going to be the highest three loss team. Yeah. If if they have four losses, they're going to be the highest four loss team. And that holds true a shocking number of times, like just an absolutely shocking number of times. Florida's kind of like that too. Yeah, that's true. They're just living on a reputation from like a decade and a half ago.
2: Yeah. Florida has two losses now, I believe. No, sorry. One loss, almost lost to a G5 team at home uh and hasn't thrown a touchdown pass yet this season uh and they're somehow ranked ahead of undefeated Florida State with like 3 power 5 wins hilarious uh, <laughs> i That's hate hilarious. i'm sorry i hate to do i i if you get me going on the ap poll i'll start going for an hour uh <laughs> i just hate right at
0: least at least with the the college football playoff poll they they're smart enough to only make us mad for like 4 weeks so yeah i respect that
2: just... I do I do play a game with, this is probably one of my most depraved college football fan things I do. I play a game with a couple of my buddies from high school. We do guess the polls. And uh, we've cut it down not to just a college football playoff poll, but we basically submit our own poll before the uh, uh, before the thing each week. Uh, and you get points if you get uh, teams correct, like if there's being in the poll, you get points to get their spot correct. Uh, and we compete against each other for like the last six weeks they do that. So that's my little fun hobby. <laughs>
0: Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's almost like concerning
1: yeah how do, you, like, how do you is does somebody do that like manually or is that like can you get that oh like, i have like, a spreadsheet you, yeah i got a spreadsheet i don't, okay. Man. I, don't
0: I don't know what <laughs> is there money on is... it yeah that, no, that's my just next for fun. No, no just, no, just fun. for
1: fun damn yeah. that's that's I, hard, I, that's some hardcore stuff right there Well, that, that was, I, would, that was, I would put money on it though that, that was be my next question
0: that was my next question because like i didn't and i genuinely didn't know if it was going to make it better or worse if you had money on it
2: well, the problem so, is there's, like, there's like four or five of us that do it because there's enough guys in our group that love college football that want to be in, but only two of us, like, are really serious about it, and, like, we just blow everyone else out of the water each year. Like, it's me and my buddy Walt. Like, it's just, like, everyone else will get, you know, some points each week, but me and him are, like, almost nailing the entire poll. Um, like, I'm going through a deliberative process where I'm, like, comparing to – you know what I mean? I'm writing yeah. out teams' resumes each week to, like, make sure I have the right vote. Uh, just for this stupid little yeah. game, it's insane. It's absolutely—it's well, one of the—it's one of the craziest things I do.
0: I, I realized that when and me and me and Ryan are in a a uh, dynasty league fantasy football thing together, yeah. And and the way we determined our draft order was we did a a mock draft. We each had to make our own mock draft of like the twenty twenty draft or whatever year that was, whatever year we started. Oh, uh, I forgot this was good. I forgot we did this. You you realized real quick how good pe- or how how well people were going to be paying attention to this dynasty league because like <laughs> it was like there were like four or five people that got like really good like like pre-draft scores i think ryan finished first i finished like second and then like it, it like but like the four people there were like four or five people that did like really well and then the rest of the league just did like atrocious <laughs> and it's really consistent with like the performance in the league too like we should
2: honestly it. we should do a podcast episode about that league in the offseason because we have nothing else to talk about at the off season. oh we can get, get people be, on right? there yeah,
0: I, I bet like Bill Landis would come on. Sure. Uh, I, I, a, a bunch of people would come on. But yeah,
2: yeah. it's it's fun. Make Ari explain his team.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ari learn about his team.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well. Um yeah, that'd be fun. But uh <laughs> I guess anyway. This game, yeah, the Big Ten sucks. Uh Minnesota looks good, I guess. Yeah. I yeah? think Minnesota is this is my hot take on Minnesota. Not even really a hot take. They're the team right now that has played a bunch of nobodies, but it's blowing them out that people are going to overreact to. And like they're going to get ranked in the next week or two. Uh, because they I believe they play like Michigan State this week and they are favored against them, if I recall correctly. Um, if they beat Michigan State, then they're gonna be ranked like in the top 20. And I, I think they're just they've played nobody. Like, you know, they played Colorado and New Mexico State, uh, and Western Illinois, but like Moe Ibrahim's good. Everyone's like losing their minds over it. Come on. What are we doing here? It's Minnesota. They're not actually good. It's a PJ flex football. Team. Yeah. PJ flex a bomb. So absolutely. They lost their only receiver too. Chris Ottenbell's out for the year. Uh, so, so it's just Mo Ibrahim.
0: I, I have, I have two other teams that are going to be quickly in that category going out to the, we're, we're going to hop to just college football broadly here. Yeah, but let's do it. Big 12 Duke and, and Duke and Kansas. So they're both sitting there just sneaky undefeated 3 and 0 and they play each other this week. Uh, and if you look you think, at the rest You think
2: of, I didn't bet on this game Sunday night? You think I didn't have <clears> this like <play>, the <throat> game bet on the second the line drop? If,
1: if you if you <laughs> You look on your at, boy Lance? Oh yeah. <laughs> but Sorry, if,
0: Kevin, go ahead. If you look at the way that these schedules kind of shake out afterwards, there's a Kansas schedule starts 6 and 0, oh, dude. Yes, yeah. same with Duke. If Duke wins this game, we're going to be talking about 6 and 0 oh Duke. So both of these teams are hilarious because like all of a sudden, one of them, whoever wins this game, we're probably going to look at them as like six and O in a couple weeks. And people are going to be like, Oh shit, where did this team come from? So just circled out right now. If you want to sound like a genius, hitch your wagon to one of these two teams. And then there's a solid chance when the rankings come out, the college football rankings come out in like week eight or whatever. Yeah. Like, these teams are going to be sneaky high in it.
2: Yeah. Honestly, if Duke and Kansas are ranked at the same time, like there has to be some kind of like, earthquake happening beneath, like beneath the earth's surface somewhere. Like the fissure in California is going to open up and it's going to separate from the country. Like this can't happen, but yeah. they're, 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 they look good. Like they both do. I, I have, lo- I have been on Lance Leipold for a long time. I was a fan of his, when he got hired at Buffalo, um, you know, back in the day. Like he is to me, one of the hands down best coaches of college football. I think they're going to win this game and the next two uh, and go six and Oh, but I think like you said, Duke, even if they lose this game might start five and one, like yeah. Mike Elko has been really good for them. Uh, we taught this on our podcast, Flipping the Field, uh, which you guys should listen to and also subscribe to meet at midfield.com. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Elko is like a famously like a guy who just seems like a huge asshole. Like everyone else hates working with him, but he's a really good football coach. He like always is a top 15 defense. Yeah. His teams are disciplined. He, fought, he was a Power Five DC for like 12 years before he got a head coaching job because he interviews so poorly because everyone hates his guts. But, like, he's just a good football coach, man. Like, I, I think maybe he's Gary Patterson, is who he is. Like, I'm not, not to put him in that box, yeah, but like, that's kind of the guy I compare him to. Well, uh, and,
0: and and like, they just have, I think it works out because the ACC, I don't think, is just like terribly good this year. Oh, and, I disagree. I, I, I think, I think it has so, so it has, it has depth, but I don't think, I think it lacks like the top end power. So, like, looking at this yeah. schedule. I I mean if they get back that that's that's the tough game here, which is wild. Like that that's yeah. that's the one that's like the, 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 the tough game. They can beat Virginia, they can beat Georgia Tech, they can beat North Carolina, then they got Miami. Is Miami good? People are wondering. Uh,
2: I don't think so. I think Miami's I think, I
0: think but, they but this can...
2: but that's the kind of game Mario Cristobal wins.
0: Yeah, and that's fair. But I, I think that like we're gonna be talking about like Duke is like a ranked team at this point. And then they got Boston College, Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh, and Wake Forest. They can win eight games. How many losses do you see in there?
2: Yeah, they probably lose four of those games, but, like, an eight-and-four season in his first year at Duke is unbelievable.
0: And and the the other thing is, like, they probably do lose four of those, but, like, how many of those games are going to be close enough where, like, good coaching or, like, you know, some weird stuff happening? Like, they they could also win, you know, seven of them. Or yeah. like a, you know like a, of the remaining games so i don't know Th- those are just some some teams to keep a, keep an eye on uh, we're we're officially on kansas and duke watch um oh yeah but, but yeah I... um
2: also you know what else we're watching out for some fucking meet at midfield t-shirts sorry brother some, some uh, home field apparel t-shirts <laughs> maybe we'll get meet at midfield t-shirts <laughs> one, one day. day one day we're we'll getting some home field apparel t-shirts in the meantime uh, i was wearing I got my crew neck in this week. Uh, I should have got it in like three weeks ago, but I sent it to the wrong address, which is a classic thing I'd love to do. Uh, so I had to pick it up uh, from a friend of mine, but uh, got my meet at midfield crew neck. My, God damn. I keep doing that. My home field apparel. Leave this in Kevin. Just let me do it. Uh, my home field apparel crew neck. The t-shirts are great. That sweatshirt is unbelievably comfortable, man. Um, have you guys, what did you guys order when you got your, when you get your, Oh, I got a sweatshirt.
0: I got this one shirt. That was the first thing I got. Um, I'm going to redo. I'm going to be doing another order here in a little bit, but that was the, um, the like retro looking one.
1: Yeah. Sprint, just sprinting blocco. Yep. Oh yeah.
2: That's same. Same exact one. I got yep. mad comfortable. Um, I don't really do a hoodie. Like some of the things I'm not really into a hoodie. So um, I, I prefer a crew neck and it fits great, super comfy t-shirts have been great. Uh, I've got a couple compliments on them wearing them around. I'm, I'm uh, planning my, my big plot uh, for this fall is that because I'll be in Argentina for the highest state Michigan game. Um, and I'm and planning to like grill out that morning, like wake up at like 8am local time. Like basically treat it like I would, if I was in Columbus, uh, wake up at like 4am and start drinking. And I'm going to invite my Argentinian friends over and make them watch the game with me and ha- give them gear too. So I think I want to clothe them in some home field apparel gear, get some international advertising in Buenos Aires and, and make sure we got some Buckeye fans down there for the game.
0: Yeah, and, and you have to make sure that you give them the coupon code wh- oh, when they're in point. Argentina.
2: Which is meet at midfield for 15% off your first order. And frankly, if you haven't placed your first order yet, we are willing to call you broke. Like, we will do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. But but also, like, if you are broke. Unless you subscribe to the site, in which case. Right. In
2: which case, that's right. You're spending your money wisely. Um, uh, a but, frugal investor. Yeah.
0: But if you are broke, <laughs> go, go ahead and use that coupon code, and it'll, it'll right. help you out. So That's right. You're going to be less there's, broke. There's, and, there's no shame in being broke. Everybody's been broke. Of course broke. not. But
2: yeah. if you want to be less broke, you can also make money off of our free money store gambling picks on the website, which is why you should subscribe. So here's what you do. You're going to subscribe to Meet in Midfield, parlay that money you're using into profit, <laughs> and spend it at home field apparel, uh, and then come out. You're coming out net neutral, but you guys have cool new shirts and, and a great website to post to your friends on. Yeah, so that, that's what we're saying. You can't lose. You can't lose. It's basically a, it's a Warren Buffett
0: move. Yeah, so so you subscribe to our website, and that pays for the subscription and free T-shirts. So I mean, uh, that checks out to me. So
2: yeah, absolutely. Um well, boys, do we have any more college ball to talk I mean, We're going to talk about the preview, obviously, of Wisconsin, which I'm ex- I'm excited for this game. I'm looking forward to it uh, because Wisconsin. we'll talk about this preview, but Wisconsin has some defensive backs missing. I believe three of their original starting 11 are going to be out for this uh, for this game. So I think we are going to hang some points on these motherfuckers, but we'll talk about it in depth uh, on the preview show on Thursday, which you can only listen to if you're a subscriber to meet at midfield.com, um, and you better come subscribe.
0: Yeah yeah uh i i, I think but we'll, we'll, we'll give some some surface level every everybody give it a surface level what's your what's your take on uh what, what's one thing you're looking at heading into the wisconsin game Ohio State better cover <laughs> what's the line right now i think it's like 20 i think i saw the 17
2: and a half is when it opened up but it probably moved
0: okay. yeah I, I think it's in the high teens right now maybe like closer yeah. to 20 but uh, that sounds about right. It seems about right, but also, like, if, if Ohio State plays anywhere close to 17-and-a-half, to I'm going to be furious.
2: Yeah. I think CJ throws his first interception of the year, but it's not his fault. That's, like, it's a little, little, little hot take for me. Like, the ball bounce stuff gets over his knee brace or something uh, and ends up getting intercepted by one of Jim Leonard's defensive backs. But I am not scared. Dude, why, when has a Wisconsin team ever been scary? Never. Like,
0: Never. I've, I've told yeah. you this. I've told uh, this story just before. That's the prior years, really. That's true. Yeah, the the, the Burt years.
2: Yeah. But they just, they build a team that is not interested in beating Ohio State. Yeah. It's right? the but,
1: same team. They've had the yep. same team for like 20 years. And the one year they had an actual good quarterback, they lost to the worst Ohio State
0: team in 50 years. Yeah. This team, <laughs> as you alluded to, has been built to be a stepping stone for Ohio State's championship run for the right. past decade. Like that's that's just how it's been. And like I I've mentioned this before. I have gone to probably three different games in Indianapolis where Ohio State's playing Wisconsin. And the last one was the point when I actually realized that like there were Wisconsin fans going to this game genuinely believing that they were going to win. And I was like, That's just not what this is. Like that's not that's not what this is. And a friend of
2: mine was dating some guy who used to shit talk us for the games. We all just laughed at him. We're like, What are you doing? Like Like, how do you still think this way? Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's just... I mean, that's, the, well. again, we'll get into it more in the premium, but like, it's not a, like... The problem is, it's like like anything else. When you start hiring copies of the copies, you know what I mean. Like yeah. Paul Chris is a copy of Brett Bielema, which is a copy of Barry Alvarez, and you just go on down to the line. And like now they're having to replace like a major assistants with copies of those copies. It's what's happened with Dabo too, right? Except you have way less t- talent that Dabo does, and Paul Chris is not as good of a coach as Dabo is. Like, you're, you're when you just keep trying to promote internally and hire guys who are in the Wisconsin mold all the time, you're gonna get shitty assistants, and that's what they have. They have shitty assistants. Their program's getting worse. Like. They have a great running back, who they can't block for because their O line's like falling off a little bit. If you're in Wisconsin and you don't have a top ten O line, why it's do incredible. you exist, in yeah. program? Right. What's your what are you doing? Like why else do you? We don't need you around. Quit football. If you right. can't get a top ten O line, quit playing football.
0: Right. And, and and the thing is like they've never, they've never had, and it's not even like recruiting that's the problem because they've never like recruited at an elite level necessarily. Like they've always just got this like wisconsin or midwestern you know right white interior linemen like, and coached them up
2: they had their best recruiting run of of ever the last few years they signed uh three consecutive top 30 recruiting classes they had never set a top 30 recruiting class ever before that uh but now they're doing worse because paul chris sucks to coach anyway we'll save this for the pre- for the preview if you want more <laughs> of my hot takes about wisconsin and why they should fire paul chris uh come listen to the premium uh dj will be shirtless on video for this one we're gonna we're gonna make a nude video of dj can you subscribe?
1: <laughs> uh, I, only fans baby
0: <laughs> yeah, no. you can you can you can listen to this podcast live on on meet at midfield.com or you can watch the video version on our OnlyFans. So. that's
2: right what if we did that what if we did it as a gag we're just like you you can just we're not gonna like get nude but we just sell the video stream on OnlyFans. can we do that I, mean, I don't the do,
0: reason why we couldn't.
1: I mean, you can do anything on the internet if you set your mind to
2: it. <laughs> I think it's actually a good gag idea for us like uh, only fans meet at midfield where we just like <laughs> put content there.
0: That's uh, that's, where, that's where we share the pictures I'm gonna start, of making coaches.
2: Start selling my used underwear. My socks. Yeah. Oh dude, I I have long had a theory that if I got into it, I could crush like the foot fetish game. I have big hairy feet, dude. I have like hobbit feet. <laughs> People are into that.
0: <laughs> are they?
2: Yeah, there's a, there's a type.
0: Huh. I, you know, I, I would believe that.
2: In fact, I, I'll tell a story about it on the premium. I'll tell a story about it on the premium.
0: Ooh. <laughs> a, a little premium advertisements. This is this is not quite as uh, juicy as uh, DJs. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is. Who's to say? You, you'll hear you'll it. Hear may it, or may not, it may or may not be related to a Big Ten head coach. We'll have to find out. <laughs> So, so yeah, I, I don't really have that much, uh, that I, I'd like to devolve about, um, my, my thoughts on Wisconsin other than that I think if Ohio state doesn't cover 17 points against this team, it's, it's going to be a, a cause for concern. So, um, yeah, but we'll, we'll get, we'll move into a lot about the, the game, a lot about the X's and O's, a lot about how things are going to translate to, uh, a game against Wisconsin. Talk about Braylon Allen a little bit. Um, so we'll, we'll cover all that next week. So if you're if you're into paying for our thoughts, um, you know where to do it. Meetatmainfield.com, uh, and we'll have that to you on Thursday. And um, we appreciate you listening. Um, I don't I don't really have anything else to talk about. Do you guys? No, go bucks. Go bucks, go bucks. So we will we will see you guys next week as we're hopefully celebrating an Ohio State cover.